Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Deuteronomy chapters 5 through 7. Moses called all the people of Israel together and said, Listen carefully, Israel. Hear the decrees and regulations I am giving you today, so that you may learn them and obey them. The Lord, our God, made a covenant with us at Mount Sinai. The Lord did not make this covenant with our ancestors, but with all of us who are alive today. At the mountain, the Lord spoke to you face to face from the heart of the fire. I stood as an intermediary between you and the Lord, for you were afraid of the fire and did not want to approach the mountain. He spoke to me, and I passed his words on to you. This is what he said, I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind, or an image of anything in the heavens, or on the earth, or in the sea. You must not bow down to them and worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected." even children to the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord is not, will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. You have six days each week to do your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your oxen and donkeys, and other livestock and any foreigners living among you. All your male and female servants must rest as you do. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. Honor your father and mother, as the Lord your God commanded you. Then you will live a long and full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's wife. You must not covet your neighbor's house or land, male or female servant, ox or donkey or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. The Lord spoke these words to all of you assembled there at the foot of the mountain. He spoke with a loud voice from the heart of the fire, surrounded by clouds and deep darkness. This was all he said at the time, and he wrote his words on the two stone tablets and gave them to me. 
But when you heard the voice from the heart of the darkness, while the mountain was blazing with fire, all your tribal leaders and elders came to me. They said, look, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and greatness, and we have heard his voice from the heart of the fire. Today, we have seen that that God can speak to us humans, and yet we live. But now, why should we risk death again? If the Lord our God speaks to us again, we will certainly die and be consumed by this awesome fire. Can any living thing hear the voice of the living God from the heart of the fire as we did and yet survive? Go yourself and listen to what the Lord our God says. Then come and tell us everything he tells you, and we will obey and listen. The Lord heard the request that you made, and he said, I have heard what the people said to you, and they are right. Oh, that they would always have hearts like this, that they might fear me and obey all my commands. If they did, they and their descendants would prosper forever. Go and tell them, return to your tents, but you stand here with me so that I can give you all my decrees, commands, and regulations. You must teach them to the people so that they can obey them in the land that I am giving them as a possession. So Moses told the people, you must be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God following his instructions in every detail. Stay on the path that the Lord your God has commanded you to follow. Then you will live a long and prosperous lives in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. These are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Listen closely, Israel, and be careful to obey. Then all who will go well with you and you will have many children in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. The Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land with large prosperous cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods that you did not produce. You will draw from water from cisterns that you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. 
When you have eaten your fill of this land, be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you from the land from slavery in the land of Egypt. You must fear the Lord your God and serve him. When you take an oath, you must use only his name. You must not worship any of the gods in the neighboring nations. For the Lord your God who lives among you is a jealous God. His anger will flare up against you and he will wipe you from the face of the earth. You must not test the Lord your God as you did when you all complained at Massa. You must diligently obey the commands of the Lord your God, all the laws and the decrees that he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight, so all will go well with you. Then you, enter, then you will enter and occupy the good land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors. You will drive out all the enemies living in the land, just as the Lord said you would. In the future, your children will ask you, What is the meaning of these laws and decrees and regulations that the Lord our God has commanded us to obey? Then you must tell them, We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand. The Lord did miraculous signs and wonders before our eyes, dealing terrifying blows against Egypt and Pharaoh and all of his people. He brought us out of Egypt so that he could give us this land that he has sworn to give our ancestors. And the Lord our God commanded us to obey all of these decrees and to fear him so that we can continue to bless, that he will continue to bless us and preserve our lives as he has done to this day. For we will be counted as righteous when we obey all the commands the Lord our God has given us. When the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are about to enter and occupy, he will clear away many nations ahead of you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, Canaanites, Pezzarites, Hivites, and Jebusites. These seven nations are greater and more numerous than you. When the Lord your God hands these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must completely destroy them, make no treaties with them, and show them no mercy. You must not intermarry with them. Do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods." Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and he will quickly destroy you. This is what you must do. You must break down all the pagan altars and shatter their sacred pillars. Cut down their Asherah poles and burn their idols. For you are a holy people who belong to the Lord your God. Of all the people on the earth, the Lord your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. The Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other nations, for you were the smallest of all the nations. Rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you 
and he was keeping the oath that he had sworn to your ancestors. That is why the Lord rescued you with such a strong hand from your slavery and from the oppressive hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. But he does not hesitate to punish and destroy those who reject him. Therefore, you must obey all these commands, decrees, and regulations I am giving you today. If you listen to these regulations and faithfully obey them, the Lord your God will keep his covenant of unfailing love with you as he promised with an oath to your ancestors. He will love you and bless you, and he will give you many children. He will give you fertility in your land and your animals. When you arrive in the land he swore to give your ancestors, you will have large harvests of grain, new wine and olive oil, and great herds of cattle, sheep and goats. You will be blessed above all the nations of the earth. None of your men or women will be childless, and all your livestock will bear young. And the Lord will protect you from all sickness. He will not let you suffer from terrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all your enemies. You must destroy all the nations the Lord your God hands over to you. Show them no mercy and do not worship their gods or they will trap you. Perhaps you will think to yourselves, how can we ever conquer these nations that are so much more powerful than we are? But do not be afraid of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all the land of Egypt. Remember the great terrors that the Lord your God sent against them. You saw it with your own eyes. And remember the miraculous signs and wonders and the strong hand and the powerful arm with which he brought you out of Egypt. The Lord your God will use the same power against all the people you fear. And then the Lord your God will send terror to drive out the few survivors still hiding from you. Do not be afraid of those nations for the Lord your God is among you and he is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will drive those nations out ahead of you little by little, but you will not clear them away all at once. Otherwise, the wild animals would multiply too quickly for you. But the Lord your God will hand them over to you. He will throw them into complete confusion until they are destroyed. He will put their kings in your power, and you will erase their names from the face of the earth. No one will be able to stand against you, and you will destroy them all. You must burn their idols in fire. You must not covet the silver or gold that covers them. You must not take it, or it will become a trap for you. 
for it is detestable to the Lord your God. Do not bring any detestable objects into your home, for then you will be destroyed just like them. You must utterly detest such things, for they are set apart for destruction. In today's reading, we see much concern about teaching our children. God instructs Moses, who instructs the people, to make sure that you pass on everything that that the parents had learned to their children. We're told often that we're only one generation away from losing our Christianity and losing our faith. It is imperative that we take the responsibility to teach those that are younger than us about Jesus and about the Bible. As parents, it is absolutely imperative that we teach our children. And if you're not a parent and perhaps you're a grandparent, then you need to teach your children and you need to teach your grandchildren. And maybe you're not a parent or a grandparent, but you have someone that is younger than you are that you can teach these things. And it starts with what Moses says, to love the Lord your God with every fiber of your existence. Jesus said this was the first and foremost command, and therefore we start there. Love God, and then we teach everything else. We don't allow this responsibility to be given to anyone else, even the church. The church can come alongside and we can work together, but it is the responsibility of parents and grandparents and family to teach the ways of God to the younger generation. Do not shirk these responsibilities. Do not back away from them. Embrace them knowing that God will help in teaching the young people what they need to know. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.